Hello again, and welcome to Laundromat Insights. I'm your host, Randy Radke. And today we're joined by Mike Han, General Manager, Cleck, Texas. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, Randy. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Absolutely. So today we're talking about tips on getting started in this laundromat business. This is something you've got a little bit of experience with, am I right? Yeah. So I've been in the laundromat business for uh, coming up on 28 years now. Uh, started in the parts department, moved into sales and uh, management about 2012. Currently uh, general manager at Collect Texas. So let's let's take a laundromat 101 approach to this. It's all about location, 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 as they say. What should I be looking for? What areas, what considerations should I have in, in finding a spot for my new laundry? Yeah, so location is everything, as you said. You know, we're looking for uh, something in a high, uh, high volume daily needs center. We're looking for affordable but achievable rents. We're looking for what I like to call the 35s, 35% renters, 35 median household income. We want to put this laundry in a place where people are actually going to utilize it. Um, you know, if we're in a high median household income, we might pick up some drop off, some wash dryer fold, but we're not going to pick up the daily laundry customer. So good parking, well lit, glass windows across the front. These are all things that way heavily into the the location. So coming in, I, I have options, right? I can look at building something, purchasing existing, maybe getting something and doing a remodel. Is there a preference for a newcomer to consider when I look at those options? I think it the the preference depends on the amount of liquidity that you have to spend. Are there tap fees in an area? Uh, if so, we can buy a, an existing store, retool it, tap fees are grandfathered in. Uh, If you want to put your own touch on it, you want to build something that uh, screams you, uh, we're looking for a a new building, uh, something that we can, you know, transform into what exactly we want versus something that somebody else already had. So preference is basically in the investor and the amount of liquidity they have to do so. So talk a little bit about that. I always look at budget. How much can I spend? How much should I plan on spending? What do I need to get into this business, Mike? I'd say in most cases, a million dollars net worth, somewhere around one hundred and fifty dollars to $200,000 liquidity or capital available to uh, invest. You know, the finance company can, we can take up to uh, 70% of the, uh, the project. Uh, or we want you to have 30% into the project. So if we got a million dollar project, we're looking for you to have 300,000 into the uh, project. The rest will be financed by, you know, your lender or alliance. If we have the, the FinCo arm or the finance arm for that as well. So if I'm extremely liquid, I have heavy, heavy capital. What if I just want to pay for this out of my pocket and I don't want to finance anything? You know, what's your advice in that realm? Is that something I should consider? Do you always recommend financing? Yeah, I'd say leave the leave the capital there. Use it for a startup. Use it for advertising. Use it for the grand opening. You can always, with Alliances Finance, you can always use the finance, get you up and running, get you up to ramp, pay it off. There's no prepayment penalty. So utilize the money that you have available as far as capital goes to, to do other things outside of uh, just paying for the laundry equipment and the uh, the leasehold improvements on a building. You know, along with those lines, we we look at the financing and, and that comes with a normally a pretty quick pre-approval process and, and I hit the ground running. I find a location, I'm ready to move on this thing. 
how much time do I need to plan from start to finish to when I switch on that light and and we start letting customers in? You know, there's so much that goes into it nowadays, especially with COVID. We've seen uh, the process slow down a little bit. I'd say the average time is six to nine months without any pandemics or anything going on. But with approval process from the permitting office to construction, bumps in the road that we're going to run into because we're going to run into them. The, the process could take up to a year. In most cases, if you need to do it faster or want to do it faster, you know, we would go the route of buying an existing store and sort of flipping it. Mike, I'm not an expert in permitting. I'm not a, a general contractor. These are things that cause me a little bit of anxiety. How do you approach that? Is that something that a, a full service distributor can help me with? Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to, uh, we at Collect, we we are a full service distributor. So we want to be there through the whole process from picking a location to laundry design, picking your contractor, getting your permits, ordering the equipment, doing the build out, opening, celebration of your ramp up. We are a full service distributor, as I said. And, you know, it's a little bit of a hand holding process. You know, we have a vested interest and our interest is we want to make sure that you're successful. You know, we get one crack at this. If we don't get it right the first time, we don't get the second, third, fourth, and fifth. So we're going to do everything that we need to do to make you successful in this industry. Are you also going to help then with, with the equipment capacities and sizing and how many washers I should have versus how many dryers I should have? Yeah, all, the, the, the layout and design, the putting together the, the wash-dry mix so that we can safely, conveniently lay out the store so there's some flow, you know, wash-dry fold out the door. But yes, that's something that we will uh, we will help with. We rely a lot on Alliance's design staff to help us with that as well. What's your thought process on wash dry fold? Is that something as a new business owner that I should consider out of the gate, or is that something you look at and say, "Hey, you know what? Get that customer base in, get folks using the washers and dryers, and then maybe add that on at a, at a later date." No, I absolutely think if you're a uh, if you're new to laundry and you're attended. You should incorporate the wash dry fold into your store immediately. One, everybody doesn't have the desire or the time to come in and do laundry, but laundry is essential and a necessity. So they'll bring it in, drop it off. You can wash dry fold it, but it also gives your customer service reps. Um, some people call them attendants. We like to call them customer service reps, something to do while you're paying them. You know, they're cleaning the store, they're washing, they're drying, they're folding. Uh, bagging this stuff up, tagging it. And it's it's a great revenue stream. It's an additional revenue stream. You know, a lot of people want to put bubblegum machines and pinball machines and, and video games in to generate revenue. With that, it also generates traffic that's not necessarily coming in to do laundry. So it becomes a distraction or it becomes a, a problem for your laundry customers. So wash, dry, and fold is just another revenue stream that you can pick up Gotcha. So now I, I have my equipment installed. I got my plan for wash, dry, fold. I'm going to be making money hand over fist, hopefully. What are your thoughts on grand opening? I know Collect does a lot of a lot of grand openings and, and does them at a high level. What's your advice within that realm between grand opening and soft opening and discounts? And uh, should I plug attention into getting app adoption if, if I have that technology up and running? What do you guys like to do in that realm? Yeah, I definitely want to, with the app adoption, I think it's very important that you have 
employees on hand to help walk people through the process to get them signed up so that down the road, if you haven't heard from them, you can rely on your, you know, your, your database to reconnect with them through via email, text message, phone call. But in most cases, I just, you know, the soft opening is something that I'm not very good at. You open the store up, let people come in. I prefer the grand opening, you know, the big thing. Let's, let's get it on the radio. Let's get it into the, uh, the market via door hangers. You know, you can put banners out front. You put a taco truck or a, some sort of food truck out front and you, you pay for the first, uh, you know, 500 to $1,000 in tacos or whatever food truck you pick, uh, get people in, draw them in. And we're firm believers that you got a big, beautiful store. Once you get them in, you can keep them. All right, Mike, don't let me down. You got a ton of experience. This is your time to shine. What's your best advice for a rookie looking at this industry and, and wanting to get involved? My best advice is pick a distributor that has your best interest in mind. You don't want somebody that just wants to hit and run, put in the store and off to the next one. You want somebody who you can trust with your investment so that you can get your scale to where you need to be. So full service distributor, somebody that has parts, sales, service, and they really, really care about you after the fact. You know, we're, we're guilty of, and I say we as in laundry distributors, but a lot of laundry distributors are guilty of just putting in the store and moving on to the next one, hunting the next elephant. Let's uh, nurture this relationship between the investor you just put in and make sure that he gets up and run and get to ramp. And then we can talk about his second store or his third store or his fourth store. But you have to you have to pair yourself with the uh, a distributor who has your best interest in mind. You know, there's a lot of trunk slammers out there that just uh, want to sell you laundry equipment. We like to say that we're your laundry partner. We're fully vested in the success of you. So it puts you on the spot a little bit. How do I know if I've got a good one? Is it just a gut feeling? Are there red flags that I should be on the lookout for to know, hey, this this person doesn't have my best interest at heart? Yeah, I think you need to look at the projects that they've done in the past. Look at the uh, you know the equipment line they're representing and what kind of uh, feedback you're getting from them. Talk to other customers. Talk to... Uh, Talk to people who have dealt with a distributor in the past. Everybody's got a story to tell. And um, it's it's going to be more uh, of an interview process. You're interviewing the distributor because, look, you got to trust these people. You, in most cases, a new laundry is going to have a million dollars in it. And you got to have just a good vibe, you know, a gut feeling, whatever it is that makes you feel like this is the guy that I want to spend my money with. What's their facility like? You know, are they working out of a... Uh, a car or a truck and, and they don't have, you know, any brick and mortar. What's their, uh, what's their parts department like meet their service techs. And a lot of times we offer uh, customers to ride with our service techs. You know, we want to, we want to fully win you over. And um, with our new building that we're building, um, it's a stepping stone to solidifying click in our market, but you have to, you have to ask the right questions, you know, there's no stupid question. Uh, there's no question that a distributor shouldn't be able to answer. And if they can't answer it, they'll get the answer for you and get back to you. So always keep keep that communication line open and, and make sure you know exactly what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as with anything, you ask a lot of questions, you do your research, and you choose the, the distributor or the person you choose to do business with based off of your feeling. How did you feel in talking to them? 
How did you feel in talking to their customers? Did you go look at their facility? It's 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 just a uh, it's just a process like anything else. You, you don't buy a car just because you walk on the lot and they had a blue car. You know, you, you ask the questions, you you do your research on it, and um, you make sure that you feel comfortable with everything that you see, need, and want in a uh, in a distributor. Rock solid advice, sir. Always a pleasure chatting with you, Mike. Thank you so much for for sharing your time and expertise today. Yeah, thanks, Randy, for having me. I truly appreciate you uh, listening. Great. And we hope you folks will join us again as we talk all things laundromat on Laundromat Insights. Thanks so much.